My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast. I've been teaching yoga since 2011 and I've created this podcast so you can practice anytime, anywhere, hour-long classes, hatha, vinyasa, yin, and gentle yoga. To sustain this podcast, click the link in the show notes to become a supporter for as low as 99 cents a month or up to $9.99 a month. This helps me put out new shows every week so you can continue your practice. And if you want to keep in touch with me, visit quietmind.yoga where you can join the email list and hear about all the new classes and upcoming events. Thanks for listening. Come into child's pose. We'll start there. Knees apart, hips to heels, forehead towards the ground. Alright, so we'll focus today on the low back and the shoulders. And we'll do a lot of symmetrical stuff for the SI joint in the low back. And we'll do a little bit of asymmetrical stuff as well. So just be mindful when you're doing the asymmetrical stuff that you're not making the pain any worse in your low back. That's a place where it can really get aggravated. So here you can stay just as you are, or you can activate this more, pressing into the hands, driving the hips back. I may offer hands-on assistance throughout the practice. If for any reason you don't want that today, just raise a hand now so I know. Thank you. And now breathe slightly lower into the lower belly, into the pelvic floor. In this position, your glutes are stretched, so you can't contract them. But if you try to contract the glutes, you'll engage your pelvic floor muscles which is going to be very helpful for the low back. So just doing that a couple of times, like pulses, like trying to squeeze the glutes, contracting the glutes, but they don't actually contract in this position. And instead, you'll engage the pelvic floor muscles. And then here we'll come up to hands and knees. We'll start a simple movement here, Chakra Vakasana. You can have your blanket under your knees if you want, because we'll be on hands and knees for a moment. And as you inhale, you'll come forward like cow pose. And as you exhale, you'll come all the way back to the child's pose. Let's continue this motion with your breath. It can start really small and gentle, especially if it's early in your day and it can eventually be a little bit bigger movements if you want. Next time you come up to hands and knees, we'll stay there. And we'll separate the arms wider apart from hands and knees, so maybe hands come off the mat even. Your shoulders have at least six directions of movement and then a lot of stuff in between those movements. So you can go side to side here, left to right. And come to center, you can go forward and back, so shoulder blades together and then shoulder blades apart. 
protracting and retracting the shoulders. And then you come back to center and then keep your arms straight and move your hips forward and back so your arms can go up and down. Right, just feeling the arms stay straight and feeling the shoulder blades move on the back here as you move the body forward and back. And then back to center, now making any movement through the shoulders that feels good. It could be circles, could stay in one spot. Take the next couple of breaths to just move around in the shoulders any way that feels good. Helping move the fluid in the joints, becoming a little more mobile in the shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll come back to center. Hands and knees, downward facing dog. Spreading, rooting through all the knuckles equally. You can pedal the feet out if you want. You can stay still if you want. And here, look between the hands. Walk forward to the front of the mat to forward fold. Inhale to lift halfway up. You can have a bend in the knees. Exhale to fold at the waist. Inhale to reach all the way up, arms overhead. Exhale to bring the hands to the heart. Lift and spread the toes so there's no clenching in the feet, no clenching in the hands, no clenching in the shoulders or the back even. So softening through the body here, even though you're standing tall and firm. We'll start to move with the breath. As you inhale, reach up, look at the thumbs. As you exhale, fold at the waist, all the way down. As you inhale, lift halfway up. Exhale, step back to plank. Hold for an inhale. And exhale all the way down to the belly. Inhale to cobra pose. And then exhale back to downward facing dog. Hold and breathe here, rooting through all the knuckles equally. Don't let your hands move. And then look between the hands, step or hop to the front of your mat. Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale to fold in. Inhale as you reach all the way up. Look at the thumbs. Then exhale, hands to heart. Again, inhaling up. Look at the thumbs. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale to step back to plank. Hold for an inhale. Exhale all the way down to the belly. Inhale to Cobra, and exhale back to Down Dog, holding and Down Dog. 
let your knees bend a little bit here and lift your tail more. Yeah, keep the bend in the knees, keep lifting in the tail. Good. And then look between the hands, step or hop to the front of the mat. Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale to fold in. Inhale to reach all the way up. Look at the thumbs. And exhale, hands to the heart. One more time like that. Inhale, you reach up. Exhale, fold all the way down. Uttanasana. Inhale, lift halfway up. Ardha Uttanasana. Exhale, step back to plank. Hold for an inhale. And then exhale, chaturanga or belly. Inhale to cobra or up dog. Tops of feet down here. Another, yeah, there you go. Yeah. And back to down dog. Let your knees bend a little bit here. Lift your tail. And then straighten the legs a little bit. Yeah, good. Look between the hands. Step, walk to the front of the mat. Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale to fold in. Inhale to reach all the way up. Look at the thumbs. And then exhale the hands to the heart. Pausing here in mountain pose again. Unclench the toes. Unclench the hands, the shoulders, the back. Standing tall, but not too tense. Nothing clenching unnecessarily here. And here we'll bend at the knees. Chair pose, arms overhead. And then fold at the waist. Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale to step back to plank. Hold for an inhale. And exhale all the way down, belly or chaturanga. Inhale, cobra or up dog. And exhale back to down dog. Lift the right leg back. Open the hip here. Stay rooted through the knuckles to lift through the back knee. Heel towards the tail. Next, inhale, go straight back with the right leg. And then exhale to step it forward into a lunge. Coming up to a high lunge, back knee lifted, arms rise up alongside the ears. All 10 toes and hips pointing straight ahead. So remember what it felt like in child's pose to contract the pelvic floor muscles so you have that sense of center. It's a little bit of that here as well, sort of lifting in and up on the pelvic floor to help you balance and center. Lower the hands, step forward to forward fold. As you inhale, lift halfway up. As you exhale, step back to plank. Hold for an inhale. And then exhale, belly or chaturanga. Last little bit of vigorous movement. Inhale to cobra or up dog. And then exhale back to down dog. 
Lift your left leg back, open the hip here. Staying rooted through the knuckles to lift through the back knee, heel towards the tail. Next inhale, go straight back. And then exhale to step it forward into a lunge. Rising up to a high lunge, arms alongside the ears. Pelvic floor engaging to help you stabilize and center, supporting the back. And then with your next exhale, forward fold at the front of your mat. Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale to fold in, chair pose, bending at the knees, arms overhead, and then coming up to stand, hands to heart, arms beside the body, shoulders relaxed, toes relaxed, feet relaxed. Notice your breath here. And then again, we'll inhale to reach up, exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale to lift halfway up. And then exhale, step back to plank all the way down to your belly. So you can imagine there's like a triangle on your upper shoulders pointing towards your neck and the triangle pointing down towards your tail on your back. This is the trapezius muscle. And we'll engage the, the traps here in a couple of different ways. So hands under the shoulders, everything resting head down. Tops of feet are down, and then just lift the head. This helps engage the spinal stabilizers, the deepest spinal muscles. And then lift the hands off the ground, hands under the shoulders, starting to engage the back muscles. And then we'll reach the arms forward, pointing through the index fingers that contracts the traps, the upper traps. And then bend the elbows, bring the elbows towards the body, contracting the lower traps. All right, so we'll do that movement a couple times, inhaling, reaching the arms forward, and then exhaling, pulling the elbows back. Let's continue a couple times with your breath here. So we're contracting the upper traps and then contracting the lower traps. And actively working these muscles so that they can start to release the tension they might be holding. And then just come down to rest, palms up beside you, arms relaxed, turn the head to one side. Just arms beside you, uh, fingers pointing back, yeah. There you go. And so the, the traps, the shoulders, the stuff in the upper back, sometimes just stretching it can make it more tense. I had an issue with my shoulder a couple years ago and I kept stretching it, stretching it, and it wasn't doing anything. And I went to a body worker and she had me just contract it until it was fatigued. So we'll do a little bit of that with the upper back shoulder stuff. So contracting, especially the traps, contracting until they're fatigued. And then they can really release the tension. So again, hands under shoulders, setting up. Head floats off the ground, just engaging the spinal stabilizers. It doesn't even have to be a big lift, just a tiny bit. And then arms extend up, inhale, and then exhale, elbows pull back. It's the same movement, inhaling up with the arms, and then exhaling, pulling back. It's like you're doing a pull-up or a chin-up, but we're on the ground. 
Good. Last little bit here. One more time. Pull the elbows in a little bit more. A little bit more towards, yeah, there you go. Just like that. And then resting, just letting everything relax. Good. So you feel what those muscles feel like, hopefully to some degree. So we'll use them in some different stuff later. Now we'll bring the hands under the shoulders again, setting up the same way. Lift the head, but now point your fingers back. Lift the feet, the legs for a locust pose. Press the pubic bone down to the ground to lift everything else away from the ground. And slight bend in the knees so you're contracting hamstrings, glutes, back, the low back, the arms, the whole back of the body is working here. And then we'll relax all of that, turn the head to one side, brief rest. Just feeling all the effort of the back just fade out here. And again, same setup, lifting the head first, then the arms, point the fingers back, lift the legs. Slight bend in the knees and press the pubic bone down to lift everything else up to locust. And then hands under shoulders and come back to down dog. Lift the right leg straight back and then step it forward into a lunge, rising up to a high lunge. So again, this is an asymmetrical movement, so if it hurts your low back, you can make the stance shorter, so it's less of a strain on the back. But here we'll all have the left heel lifting, all 10 toes pointing forward. And same movement we just did with the shoulders we'll do here, so lift through the index fingers, contracting the upper traps and then bend at the elbows, but bend at the back knee as well into a sort of half squat and the shoulder blades together on the back. Lower traps, inhale to press up, exhale to come down, inhale to reach up, exhale to press down, and one more time inhaling up. Warrior two as you exhale, back heel down, arms extend, Heel to heel or heel to arch alignment in the feet. Turn your palms up, slight bend in the elbows to soften the shoulders. Reverse warrior reaching back, legs stay the same. And then right forearm to the thigh, side angle pose. Left arm starts to make a big windmill circle, moving the shoulder joint around here. Right, so we have this fluid in the joint capsule. If we don't use it, we lose it over time. So keeping the shoulder mobile. Right, making the circles here with your left arm, if you want. <laughs> yeah. And then the opposite direction, same thing, circles with the arm. 
And then landing in the pose, so keeping a long line of energy from the back heel to the top fingers. And then remember that pelvic floor engagement, the core engagement here, you can add that if you want lifting the forearm off the thigh, maybe extending the right arm. If this hurts your low back, just skip that part. And then we'll come back to warrior two. And then hands float down to frame the front foot, back to down dog. From here, lift the left leg back. And then step it forward into a lunge. Rising up to a high lunge. Stay rooted through the ball and heel of the front foot. And back heel lifts, toes point forward. And now point the index fingers, reaching the arms to contract the traps, and then bend the back knee, bend the elbows, engaging the lower trap, shoulders together. Again, continue, inhale to reach up. Exhale to come down. Inhale to reach up. Exhale to come down. One more time, inhaling up. Press into my hand with your knee. Exhale down. And then warrior two, back heel down. Arms extend, palms turn up. Slight bend in the elbows. Good. And then reverse warrior, legs stay the same. And then left forearm to thigh, side angle pose. Starting to make a big movement of the right arm and like a windmill here in one direction. And then the opposite direction. And then landing in side angle pose. <clears throat> right fingertips reaching to where the wall meets the ceiling in front of you. It's a long diagonal line. Yeah, and then maybe the left arm lifts as well. Navel drawing in, strong pelvic floor and core. If that hurts your low back, just skip it. Lower the hands to frame the front foot. Step back to down dog. Forward to a plank pose. Shoulders over the wrists. Right knee comes down for side plank onto the left edge of the left foot. Left arm over right. Lift the left leg, engaging outer left hip, glute medius, supporting the back. Back down to hands and knees. Other side. Right, or sorry, left knee stays down. Left hand down. Side plank to your left, yeah. And then right leg lifts. And then lower down. Back to plank. <clears throat> I'm sorry, down dog. And then lift the right leg back. And then step the right foot forward into a lunge. Rising up to a high lunge here. And then think of locust pose. Point your fingers back, palms face forward. So locust pose, fingers point back and down. Just like we did on the ground. Yeah. 
lifting the heart here. And now you've got engagement of the triceps, the back, even the back glutes. So lift your back heel so your glutes strong, your thighs strong. Lean forward and maybe just lift a tiny bit off the ground, maybe all the way to warrior three, where your upper body is parallel to the ground. You can bring the hands to the heart. You could extend the arms overhead. If you do pinkies towards each other, if your arms are overhead. Navel in, strong pelvic floor, strong core. And then slowly lower back down to the lunge. Warrior two, back heel down, arms extend. Good. Left hand to left hip, right hand towards the right corner or to a block. So you could have the block at the right corner of your mat. But it's a little bit, uh, you'll, you'll build more strength if you come in at that, this from the top down. So step the back foot in and then start to sort of teeter-totter towards the ground. And then let your hand come towards the block or the floor. So Ardha Chandrasana, half moon pose. Good. So just like the side plank we did, strong lifting through the outer left hip. Staying rooted through the ball and heel of the standing leg. And lifting through the outer hip. Good. And the left arm lifting is the least important part. And it's really your ribs that lead that movement. So your left ribs opening towards the ceiling. Good. Back to warrior two. Lower the hands to frame the front foot. Step back to down dog. <clears throat> Lift the left leg straight back. And step it forward into a lunge. Rising up to the high lunge here. Point your fingers back like locust pose, palms face forward, lift the heart, lift the back heel to contract the glute and thigh. Maybe you just step the foot a little bit off the ground, maybe all the way to warrior three. You can have arms reaching back or hands to heart or arms overhead. Focus the gaze at a single point, steady breath. And then slowly release back down. Back heel down, warrior two. Right hand to right hip. Left hand can have a block or towards the left corner of your mat. Coming in from the top down, just like we did with the last pose, sort of hinging at the hip towards the ground. Strong outer right hip, just like side plank pose we did on the ground. Staying rooted through the ball and heel of the standing foot. Opening right ribs towards the ceiling, lifting through right thigh. Good. And then slowly back down. It's great. <laughs> back to warrior two. And this time hands to your waist, all ten toes to your right, coming to a wide-legged forward fold. So you could have your hands on the blocks if you want, or hands to the floor, or any other variation of this that you want. You can hold opposite elbows. You could stay still, you could move a little bit. Just a few breaths here.
And then grab your blocks and put them under the hands. At the highest height. So the hands are right under the shoulders, not out in front of you, not behind you, but just right under the shoulders. So there's a, the bones are stacked and the legs feel stable, so not too wide, not too close with the legs. <clears throat> and then here, you can feel a little bit of a, <clears throat> a cat-cow in your spine. So let the back arch a little bit, let the back round a little bit. Finding something a little more neutral in the middle of that. And even just a little bit of a arch in the low back. So this takes the flexion out of the spine and helps support the low back while we twist here. So keep your left hand on the block, right hand to your low back, <clears throat> palm onto your low back, and open the right ribs, right shoulder towards the ceiling. Maybe you extend the right arm as well, but that's just an extension of the ribs, so you don't have to lead with the right arm. Good. Then we'll come back down, right hand on the block, left hand to low back, open the left ribs, left lung towards the ceiling. Maybe left arm extends out from the shoulder, which is probably not gonna be vertical. It's gonna actually probably be at an angle if you're really straight out from the shoulder. And then we'll come back down, left hand down, right hand to low back, same thing, other side again. Rotating the spine. Maybe extend the right arm if you want. And back down. <clears throat> right hand on the block, other side. So again, this is helping to fatigue the upper back shoulder muscles. Back down to center one more time each side. <clears throat> Left hand down, right hand low back. Maybe extend the arm. Back down, other side. And then back to center. So here, we'll come into a different version of a twist. So left hand to your right thigh. And you can move the blocks away now and just have your right hand on the floor. Now your left hand's on the right thigh. Bend the left knee, pull with the left hand to bring yourself into this twist, turning the center of the chest towards the ceiling. Breathe into the upper left shoulder. So when you inhale, there's a physical expansion there under the left shoulder blade, just like that, good. When you exhale, there's a physical softening of the subscapularis. Yes, perfect. And we'll come back to center, to the other side, right hand, to the left thigh. And then you can adjust the left arm if you want, but turning the center of the chest towards the ceiling to your left. Pull with the right elbow, with the right hand, bend in the right knee if you want, that might give you a different leverage point. And breathe into that space under the right shoulder. There's a physical expansion under the right shoulder. You exhale, physical softening. Good. 
and release back to center, hands under shoulders. Heel toe your feet in once or twice, coming to a horse stance, hands on your thighs. And we'll turn the shoulder towards knee a couple of times, side to side, stretching the lats, upper back muscles. And the next side you come to, hold and breathe there. And then come to the other side, hold and breathe there. And back to center, and heel toe the feet in once or twice more to Malasana, a low squatting position, hands together at the heart. Heels can be lifted here, that makes us a little easier on the ankles. You can have the heels lifted if you want. And let the spine be tall at first here. And then we'll open up that space between the shoulder blades here. So your hands come down and then wrap around the legs. So fingers point back. Right, this might not be very far. This is, can be really tight stuff in the shoulders in the back. So maybe fingers point back. Head comes down. Think of child's pose, rounding in. And the shoulder blades moving apart from each other on the back, creating space. And then here we'll bring the hands under the shoulders. Bring the feet together. So knees come out apart wider than the legs, wider than the arms. And you might just stay here today, just maybe shifting weight into the hands. If you want to practice Bakasana Crow Pose, you'll lift the tail, arms create a shelf for the legs, and then maybe one heel in, maybe the other. All right, so there's step by step, there's ways to practice and, and meet your edge today. If you have questions, raise a hand or let me know. And then we'll lower the tail back down. Bring your hands behind your body to lean back, soles of the feet together, Baddha Konasana. Knees are apart, and here your thumbs can press anywhere on the feet, maybe there's some tight spots, there's a lot of pressure points here, kind of feel around. And then you can stay upright here, keeping a length in the spine. Especially if you have low back stuff, it might feel better to stay there. Or it might feel nice to fold in here. So you could try either one and see what works better for you. Folding forward at the waist if you want. Your elbows could help you deepen the stretch here on the adductors. Again, be gentle with that so you don't need to push too hard, but maybe a little bit of a nudge might help the inner hips open. And we'll come back up to upright and bring your left foot into the thigh, right leg extends. Janu Shashasana. So feel your sit bones on the ground. That's where your hamstrings start. So you want to feel connection to that, especially your right sit bone. Lengthen the spine, turn the chest towards the knee, and fold at the waist.
And we'll come back up. Switch sides. Alright, same thing, other side. Not staying too long because it is an asymmetrical pose, so it could aggravate the low back. Feel your sit bone, especially on your left leg. Chest towards the knee, folding at the waist. And then back up to sitting upright. And then both legs in front of you. You could turn towards the front of your mat now. And we'll bring the hands behind the body, fingers pointing towards the tail. And press into the arms, straightening the arms, starting to lift the hips, squeeze the glutes to lift the hips up. And the more you can contract the glutes, for me, this, the better it feels on my low back. So it might feel really nice the more you can contract the glutes here. You also could have the knees bent if that feels better for you. So feet are on the floor. It's a little harder to contract the glutes there though. And then we'll come back down. And then, so knees start bent here. We're going to a forward fold with both legs straight, but start with the knees bent and keep the length in the spine here. And we can emphasize the upper back opening here, which is kind of hard to do sometimes. So you can bring your hands to your shins or maybe your feet and stay here with the knees bent and try to push your spine back away from the legs, chin in towards the chest, opening that space under the shoulder blades. That might feel really good to just stay there. And maybe you could even scoot your heels a little bit forward, intensifying a little bit. Or if you want to emphasize the hamstring stretch, you could start to straighten the legs and keep the spine more straight, less rounded, starting to fold at the waist. Paschimottanasana. So either way is fine. The first version is just one of the ways to get into that hard to reach stuff in the upper back. And we'll start to come back up, legs out. That same sort of bridge pose again, fingers pointing towards the body, and then lifting the hips, squeezing the glutes, pointing the toes down. And then lower the hips back down. And here we'll come up to hands and knees, just to transition over to a lizard pose, the inner hip, a little bit deeper here, right foot forward towards the right edge of the mat. Left hands inside, or hands inside of the foot to the left, and hands under shoulders. You could start right there, so left knee could stay lowered, or you could have the left toes tucked and lift the back knee, a little more strengthening of the left thigh and the left hip flexors. You could come down to the blocks or to the elbows or to the elbows on blocks. And then hands under shoulders again. 
and back to hands and knees. Left foot forward. Lizard pose on this side, which it's a new pose, it's a new side, so it could feel very different. Uh, so maybe you can't stay in a different position on this one. Maybe hands, maybe tucking the toes, back knee lifts. Right? Any of these variations, you could have elbows down, you could have blocks under the elbows. Hands under shoulders again, coming back to hands and knees. Right knee forward towards right edge of the mat for, for pigeon pose. Left toes point straight back. Feel left to right, find where the center is, pelvic neutral, not too far either side. And then come onto your fingertips, find extension in the spine here, a little bit of arch in the low back. And you could stay there if that feels good, or you could start to come down if you want, stacking the hands, elbows out to the sides, resting the head on the hands. Check the shoulders, if the shoulders are holding any tension, they don't need to be here. Just breathe into the low back. Good. Soft breaths, slowing down. You can let your elbows come a little bit wider too. Shoulders relax a little more. Yeah, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Good. start to come back onto the hands and make any transitions you'd like coming to the other side right, so find where the center is maybe a little left maybe a little right Easing into the pose. Coming onto fingertips to lengthen the spine. A little bit of arch in the low back. You could stay there if you want. It starts to come down. Elbows apart, stacking the hands. It's becoming a little bit softer. the breath slow down.
And start to come back onto the hands. And make any transitions you like to eventually just come down to your back. And bring the knees in to rock side to side on the back. Relaxed, gentle movements, letting the breath slow down. And bring your knees to the left, arms in a T, look to your right, simple twist. Back to center, knees to your right, look to your left. <laughs> and then back to center, both knees in, happy baby, holding outside, knees, shins, or feet. You can stay still, you can move around a little bit here. Hold outside the pinky toe side. So your arms are, yeah, there you go. Cool. <laughs> and you can extend one leg at a time if you want, or just stay still if you want. Bring the soles of your feet together all the way down to the ground, Supta Baddha Konasana. So feet are together, knees are apart on the floor. It may feel good to have the arms overhead, especially when there's low back pain stuff going on. Let the breath go all the way down to the lower belly, just like in child's pose in the beginning. Slow, deep, diaphragmatic breaths. And then extend the legs out, arms out beside you. Shavasana, final resting pose. If there's any last movements you need to feel complete, please do that. Let the back of your body be heavy, front of the body light, and 
to make small movements of the fingers and toes, hands and feet, wrists and ankles. If you want, you can stretch the arms overhead, literally coming over to one side and back up to sitting. Close the practice with the hands together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.